0: A miraculous life deserves a tremendous tribute. Welcome to A Long Time Going with your host,
1: Jamie Williams.
0: Hello, I'm Jamie Williams and welcome to A Long Time Going, a legacy podcast to memorialize my amazing older brother, John Hunt. John is autistic and developmentally delayed and has been fighting cancer for the last 12 years, but the fight is slowly ending. I want him to live forever, a selfish little sister thing to want. But after being invited to be interviewed at a local radio station and seeing how much my brother loved talking into a microphone and answering questions, I realized that there is a way that John can live forever. And this is it. A miraculous life deserves a tremendous tribute. And this is mine. My brother buys earplugs in bulk little orange bullets that he sticks in his ears to stay back the arsenal of noise that comes from living in our house. We don't scream and shout and break things. Only rarely do we ever escalate to that. But for someone like my brother, who has sensory disintegration, especially when it comes to loud noises, it was a big change moving into a house with four other people when he was used to living with one person, our mother, who was not a screamer or a thing breaker. But it's more than just the noise that John must overcome. He has never been part of a dynamic that is so saturated with personality. Even when we were growing up and there were several generations under one roof, there was still a sense of care given to making sure John was not overstimulated or irritated. And it's not that we aren't sensitive to John and his needs. It's just that there are five personalities under one roof in the middle of a pandemic. Tensions are running high and patience is running out. But John handles it, thus the earplugs in bulk, and having him here with us has been a wonderful lesson for our son Kaiser, who has witnessed John's strength and willingness to help others, and has himself become more compassionate and understanding. Although Kaiser did have to give up the upstairs bedroom adjacent to John's, because when John snores, Kaiser insisted he could feel his own bed shake. To be fair, we can hear John downstairs on the opposite end of the house he does not saw logs as it were he tosses those suckers into a wood chipper but our house is home to us to our animals and after 5 years of adjustment to my brother our functions have flipped and shuffled we have all settled into a routine a loud raucous on the fly routine welcome to episode 5 our house is a very 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 Loud House. Hey, Jono, how's hey, it going? Sis.
1: Well, uh, going pretty good so far.
0: That's good. Today we're going to talk about um, not necessarily the people in your neighborhood, but the people in your house. Is that okay with you? Sure. All right. So you went from living in a home with a little old lady, right? <laughs> right. And was mom pretty quiet? So-so. What do you mean, so-so?
1: Sometimes uh, Sometimes she, she would, i I I'd hear her talk, talking a little bit back in my
0: bedroom. Like on the phone? Yeah, something like that. Did she talk back to the TV? Yeah. She did? Yes. What it, When? What was she watching when I she mean, was talking? I mean,
1: like when they, when they were giving the weather forecast, like <laughs> whether it was rain, <laughs> snow, or whatever. She
0: didn't like that stuff? No, not. No. But so when you lived in Shelbyville, you lived in a pretty quiet house, didn't you? Yes. It was very quiet. Yes. Okay. And now you live in Mexico. Right. And let's talk about uh, the house that you live in now. Is it quiet? Mm, I would say with Kaiser and Drew. Yes or no? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk a little bit about what it is to move from a very quiet house into a house that is full of other people, none of which are really good at being subdued. So, um, first of all, you have a bedroom up on the the top floor of the house, right? Right. Yes, and Kaiser's game room is, Kaiser's my son, by the way, and yeah. he's 18 years old. Jan- he's my nephew. He's your nephew. Yeah. That's right, your Uncle John, right? Right. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about Kaiser. Well. The way you see him.
1: I said, because I, I, when he's on these games, I'll... Here I'll hear him like uh, t- talking pretty loud, Mm-hmm. and don't know how else to explain that.
0: Yeah, is he using bad words? Well, I hear
1: it now and now and
0: then. Really? What yeah. what words? Like the F word. Oh no, he yeah. uses the F word.
1: Yeah, I've heard him use. I've heard him use that on occasion. Oh my, he's <laughs> in so much trouble. <laughs> and I've heard Drew use.
0: It. <gasps> no. Yeah. Drew's using the F word, too? I've heard him use it. Oh, my gosh. And the F word is super bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the queen mother of all cuss words. Right. You don't use that word, do you? No. Have you ever used that word? There's been times when I have. Oh, he admits it. I can recall one particular time when we just bought you a new lawnmower, and we bought you a little canopy to go over it, and you accidentally hit the accelerator, I think, instead of the brake, and you took off... (laughs) Do you remember that? Oh, kind of. I mean, that word came flying out of your mouth like it was spit on a griddle. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, kind of. Kind of? Okay. All right, so together, Drew and Kaiser, Drew is about 20, and he's staying with us right now, Mm -hmm. and Drew brought Bastion with him. Yeah. Tell me what it's like to live with Bastion. Tell me about Bastion. Oh, when I want to get on my bed, Bastion takes
1: up half my bed, and I'll have to kind of just... Barely scoot him along, mm-hmm. and then he'll roll on his back with his legs up in the air.
0: Oh my gosh! Is he? Uh, what kind of dog is he? Beagle. Is he loud? No, not. Well, when he barks, he's loud. How often does he bark? Oh, I'd say
1: pretty often. Yeah, whenever the doorbell goes off and somebody's at the door. Or somebody. a car
0: door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? Bastion has a problem with staying where he's supposed to stay, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he's run off before. Yeah. And uh, how do you feel about that when he runs off? Well, it doesn't make me a very happy camper, for the sake of Drew, that is. For the sake of Drew. Oh, yeah, that Bastion is Drew's dog. Does yeah. He, but he spends most of his time with you? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> what does he do? Does well, he... I, I, yeah, he just uh, uh, lays on my bed most of the time. Does he come back here in the mornings and stuff? Or Oh,
1: yes, now and then he will. Yeah? And then and then when Drew uh, uh, turns in, he'll he'll go snuggle up with Drew.
0: Oh, so he sleeps with Drew, but he spends yeah. his time with you. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then after I take
1: Biscuit out for the final time at night, uh-huh. I'll send Bastion in the living room with Drew.
0: What is one thing that Bastion does that you don't like? Well, uh,
1: rough houses.
0: What is a rough house? I mean, mean? The, the,
1: the, when him and Biscuit or kind of going at one another like in there like acting like they're going to hurt each other.
0: Oh, yeah, they wrestle around. Don't yeah, they? they do. Okay. All right. And how old is Bastion, do you know? <sighs>
1: Not for sure. I
0: think he's almost four. I'd say. Okay. Probably so. All right. So we've got Bastion. And you, I mean, do you pretty much take care of him, do you think? Oh, or a little bit. You, and you like him? Yeah, I like him. Why do you like him? Uh, I mean, well, because um,
1: now and then I, got, when he's, I want he's eyeballing me for food. Mm-hmm. Now and then I'll give him a, a little Chunk.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to you you've changed the way you eat now. Yeah. What do you have to do? What where do you have to eat now?
1: Well I eat in my I eat in my bedroom here most of the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And But sometimes you have to eat in the kitchen. I Why eat, do you have to eat in the kitchen? I don't
1: know. Just, I just don't know how to explain that. I guess it just just depends on how big, how much I've eaten.
0: Oh, okay. I, I thought I had heard you say one time that you ate in the kitchen because the dogs would be after your food.
1: Well, that too. Is that true? Yeah. I'll, I'll put. I I'll, was I'll, when I eat a noon meal on the weekdays. I'll put biscuit in his coop.
0: You have to coop up the
1: dog so that you can eat. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then after that,
1: I'll I'll lie down for my after dinner nap.
0: Maybe we should talk about boundaries here. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So there's Bastion, and then there's biscuit. Right. Okay, and Biscuit was Kaiser's dog, but now, not so much. Oh yeah. So tell me about why you like Biscuit.
1: Well, I like Biscuit. Well, because he he let me pet him, mm-hmm. and um, let me you know, he cla- he's he set up on my on my lap, mm-hmm. and and he he he'd go to sleep he he'd snooze, mm-hmm. and. Put his front paws up on my on, on my shoulder. Put his front paws up on my shoulder and
0: and do what? Well,
1: he'll let me pet him.
0: Hey, let you pet him, yeah, and,
1: and then he'll put put his head down too.
0: Oh, okay. So he's working you, yeah, yeah, to try to get uh, get stuff out of you, yeah. yeah, like food,
1: something like that. Yeah,
0: biscuits run off a couple of times too. Hadn't yeah, you? were you worried about him? Kinda. Tell me about um, why. It's. It seems almost like it's easier for you to attach to animals. Yeah. Do you like animals? Oh yeah. You like dogs? Yeah. Little ones or big ones, oh, or does it matter?
1: Little ones mostly.
0: You like the little ones? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because only for um maybe for Shiloh.
0: Yeah. Oh yes, let's talk yeah. about Shiloh. Shiloh lives in our house as well. He was James's rescue.
1: Yeah.
0: Animal and emotional support animal after James had after we were involved in the car accident and uh, Shiloh kind of chose us instead of us choosing him. It was wonderful. And he's a good dog, but um, he's a lot bigger than the other two dogs. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does he do when, uh, like when he comes upstairs and the other two are roughhousing, what does he do?
1: Oh, he'll he'll come up with Jane. Whenever James starts um, cooking, he'll come up with him.
0: Mm-hmm. And does he bark at the other dogs? Once in a blue moon, he will. Yeah, yeah. Now, tell me about your relationship with Shiloh because it's kind of odd, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Whenever I come downstairs, he'll get the he'll kind of like grumble at me and.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea why that is? Why he grumbles? Something to do with
1: my cancer, I'm guessing.
0: You think that he can sense that you have cancer? Might be. Okay. I bet it is. Well, I think that that might be what it is as well. Isn't it odd how dogs? Yeah. No. Yeah okay so but but then you you try to buy Shiloh's affection with tell us what you try to buy okay. Shiloh's affection with
1: uh, fr- I offer some I offer him some French fries from McDonald's uh
0: huh every time you go to McDonald's Yeah. yep you a- actually you have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday and you asked me if yeah. Shiloh was wanted, was gonna go with us So why did you want do you want Shiloh to go with us If he wants to if he' <laughs> I'd say bring him along. Well, we'll ask him. We'll call his people after this. <laughs> See, that's a, a possibility. But, uh, um, so we've covered Kaiser, who is loud. Yeah. All right. And Drew, who is also loud.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. But are there good things about Kaiser and Drew, too, though? Oh, uh,
1: yeah, I'd say so. Like what? I have to think. That's a tough one, there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's kind of funny, John. Yeah. Okay, so um, did you ever think that you would have a nephew? Well, either either, either either a
1: nephew or a niece.
0: A nephew or a niece. Yeah, but
1: okay. I'm happy with having a nephew anyway.
0: And do you like Kaiser? Yes, you do. Yeah. What do you see in Kaiser that's good?
1: when I was uh, when I had that. To that reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. Whenever I needed something, he'd go and I'd have him go and get it for
0: me. Yeah, and he would. He was yeah. good about that, wasn't he? And yeah. what do you see in Drew that's good? I would say.
1: Well, I I would have to say that about Drew. Let mm-hmm. um, me think. Oh, you got me there.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yeah.
0: That's funny. You don't interact with them a whole lot though, do you? No, I don't. Why is that? Why?
1: I don't know. I guess I'm just uh, I'm just used to being by myself just accustomed to being by myself
0: most of the time. Right. And they usually have their heads in games Yes, don't they? that too. Okay. That's why I don't interact with them as much. All right. So, let let's talk about James. Yeah. Do you like living uh, here I like him. You like James? Yeah. Okay. Why? Well, we get the,
1: uh, uh, the we've done camping trips, of course, mm-hmm. and fishing trips. Mm-hmm. And I, I when my well, I got to go out to, with him the ball, uh, on Mr. Knee Camp, what used to be Mr. Knee Camp's property.
0: Mm-hmm. So John or uh, James takes you mowing, yeah, lets you mow, yes. All right, what else about James do you like? Well.
1: When I uh, t- went to my uh, when he, uh, we we went to a Cardinals game
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the, with the Longs. Mhm. Also mm-hmm. Uh, the, when the Rams were in St. Louis we they, they were playing the Detroit Lions we went there. Mhm.
0: So uh, between James and I, who would you rather have drive you to your doctor's appointments? Um, either one of you. That's don't. not true. Tell the truth, John. <laughs> James. That why? I don't know. <laughs> why? Well, and then maybe maybe you sometimes. No, you said James, and I want to know why. I, know. I demand an answer. <laughs> why do you prefer James over me? I, I
1: guess I'm, I'm just used to having a male figure. Oh, really? Most the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. All right. So, is it? I guess I never figured this, but I guess maybe it's kind of different for you to have another man around the house because it used to be just you and mom. Yes. And so James kind of provides you with some companionship. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever get into it with James? Oh, we
1: have before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Was it bad? Oh, <laughs> um, it's um something like it. Yeah. What was it like? What well, was it about?
1: Yeah, well, Biscay. I mean, he didn't want to get didn't want to get up once he got to bed on the night he had, on the the next day he had to work at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. About me uh, keeping Biscay back, whether or not about, biscuit going downstairs oh okay so okay. that's what i was waiting
0: on oh okay the trash on trash night yes right. okay so try yes trash night is a bone of contention here because you would take the trash out at what time
1: after uh, between the, uh, two or three o'clock
0: uh-huh in the afternoon yeah. and kaiser takes the trash out at what time
1: i would say around the nine or ten
0: yes and that drives you nuts doesn't yes it? why does it drive you crazy because
1: well, i i like i'm, I'm, I'm Afraid Biscuit might get some ideas, so that's why I keep him up here with me till afterwards.
0: But we keep the trash in the garage; he can't get oh, to yeah. it. Hadn't thought about that. Had no. You? So why does? It, why do you think it bothers you then that Kaiser?
1: Well, when the garage door goes up and takes the trash out, that's what I'm kind of scared of regarding Biscuit.
0: Oh, just in
1: case he gets any brilliant ideas.
0: Oh, because he might run away. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's so That's good enough. So that's the
1: reason I've been keeping him up here till afterwards.
0: Okay. All right. But James is kind of like your brother. Right. In, in me. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel great about that. You enjoy? Yes.
0: All right. Okay. So then let's talk about the elephant in the room. And of course, that's me. We all know.
1: <laughs> well, I ain't going to say that.
0: So, no, you wouldn't say that because you're afraid that you'd get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Now, I want to ask your question. I want you can be completely honest. All right. Completely honest. Do you think that I am mean? Yes and no. <laughs> okay. No, I. That's fine. All right. So tell me what I do that makes you think I'm mean.
1: Um, like, uh, like, uh, I'm trying to. Oh, um, saying I, uh, that, that I'll get my men. Get my, get my medicine later.
0: That's mean? I don't you, you well, think I that's to that. Okay. So then what's an example of, of me being mean? You got me on that one. No, I want to know. I think you, <laughs> the, you think I'm bossy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that was easy. All right. So what makes you think I'm bossy? I mean, i
1: not being allowed to go into the stores here in Mexico.
0: Okay, that's for your own protection, yeah, though, John. I bet it is. I mean, you've been on chemo and radiation. Yeah. so but and So, you kind of blame me for that, then. A little well, bit? A little bit, yes. Yeah, okay. But you know that I'm doing that to protect you. Yes. Did you get along with Mom, or did you think she was mean and bossy, too? Oh, I got along with her. She wasn't mean and bossy? Oh, I'd say a little bit she was. Okay. Was she as mean and bossy as I am? Well, I'm going to say equal. Equally? Yeah. Oh. Wow. I, I feel almost honored. Um, so <laughs> this is such a touchy conversation. I promise I won't, I won't be mad or retaliate oh, no, that's fine you, uh, at all. Like by kicking you to the curb and making you find <laughs> somewhere else to live on your own, anything like that, but no. So do you think that you and I have a good brother sister relationship? I would say so. Do you feel, uh, like we do well by you? I say department. so. Okay.
1: In that department.
0: Okay. All right. So, do you think now that you live, you lived in Shelbyville, and that was a quiet house, would you call this a loud house? <laughs>
1: well, yes and no.
0: Yes and no. Yeah. Tell me, tell me the yes, and tell me the no. <laughs> well, the the yes
1: part is when Ky is when Drew and Kaiser are, uh, tend to get get loud with gaming, right? And the quiet part, and the quiet part is when they're is when they aren't so loud,
0: right? Right, and you enjoy the quiet. Yes. Yes. Do you like, uh, which do you prefer, winter or summer?
1: I'm going to say summer.
0: Because you can be outside. Yes. And you like fishing. Yeah. And things like that. Okay, so we we talked earlier about James, but there's an addition to James that I want to talk about, and that is Chris. Yeah. Who is Chris? Chris Long. Right, and that is James's... Cousin. Cousin. And you like Chris, too. Yes. Why? Well...
1: Cause, well, he
0: got me, he
1: got me uh, that uh, Mexico uh, hoodie mm-hmm. for Christmas, mm-hmm. and then the, plus the uh, Bears tumbler. Mm-hmm. That was when that 15 and a half celebration was going on uptown,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. They, and they all came to that. They, and they came to that.
0: Right, right. So why else do you like Chris? Do you think he's nice? I say so. You think he's giving? Yes. And caring? Yes. Okay. All right, so he's a pretty good guy. Yes. So you would count them in your circle of friends then? Yes, I would. There you go. And they have some pretty good 4th of July parties, don't they? Don't they, though? The food. Yes. Tell us about the food at the 4th of July parties. Hot hot dogs,
1: barbecue meat. Yeah. Burgers.
0: Potato salad, all that stuff. That's a good stuff. potato
1: salad. Yeah.
0: But we used to have good times back in Shelbyville on 4th of July. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, kind of. When we would go across the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to the maze. yeah. Tell me about those.
1: Well, I thought the, the, those were fun. The, those were exciting. Yeah, they had
0: lawnmower races and mm-hmm.
1: and we had food. Yeah. And then after dark, we they'd start the fireworks.
0: Yeah. Do you remember the year we almost burnt the Baptist Church down? Or I we... think that
1: was seventy nine.
0: Was it? Yeah. Okay, so that wasn't when we were going across the street. to nope. May. that was Grandpa. That yeah. Did that. <laughs> I remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah. He just stood out there in the yard and watched for, like, 20 minutes to make sure nothing was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I didn't even remember that. I bet not. (laughs) But now that you mention it, I do. I do. We used to have good times. Yes. So, all in all, then, um, we know that you like Mexico. Mm. We know that you kind of miss Shelbyville sometimes and the small-town feel that it has. Do you like being here in this house? Would you call it home?
1: Yes, I would.
0: Mm. And what could we do to make it better? Is there anything we could do to make it better?
1: Try to um, um, keep both Drew and have Kaiser and Drew keep their voices down a
0: little bit. Oh, that is a losing, losing battle. I've been trying to do that since Kaiser could talk. I bet. (laughs) So, all right, John, I think that's it for this week. Good talking to you. Good talking to you too, Jane. I think next week we might have a special guest on the show. Sounds good. Do you know who I'm thinking about, maybe? Terry Miles.
1: Yes. How did you know that? I figured, because I figured you'd mention that early on. Yes.
0: Okay. So I think that it might be the next week, might be the Terry and John show. We're going to have to figure out the technicalities about that, but so he doesn't have to drive all the way up here in the snow, we can bring him in by phone. We're a full service podcast here for you.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Say goodnight, John. Good night, (laughs) Jimmy. There you have it, straight from the horse's mouth. I am mean. Damn straight I am mean if it means protecting my brother. And I have tried countless times just to explain to him that I am not being mean. I am trying to protect him. And to be clear on that picking up his medicine thing, there is a nowness about my brother. When he gets a notification about a refill being ready, it must be picked up immediately. Never mind that he has another week of pills in the bottle. I won't lie. It is difficult. The adherence to routine is so deeply ingrained in my brother that he quite literally cannot be flexible. He eats at the same time every day. He places his Schwann's order every month at the same time. And if I am busy doing something else, like homework or working on the yearbook, he gets, well, he gets huffy. Even this little experiment, this podcast, has been put to the rigid autistic insistence on routine. Routine. The interviews must take place on Saturday late afternoon. And I think to myself, this was supposed to be something fun and enjoyable for him. Something to do not just with him, but for him and for me. But he has taken ownership of it, setting up the equipment, hovering on Saturday afternoons until we sit down, each at our own microphone, and talk. I try to coax out truths and viewpoints. I so desire to share John with the world. But John has his own world and he fits new things into that world in a fashion that makes sense to him. I have learned to interpret his facial expressions, his mannerisms, but I wonder what I am actually getting in the way of communication from those. I cannot tell you how many times I have to silently get his attention and point him back to the microphone while we are recording. But for all of that frustration, there's still a wonderment and love that I have for him. I am nearly positive he does not and will never understand it. I am the bossy little sister, and I have watched him go through things that would have put me six feet under. His attitude, his servant's heart, his enigmatic love for daily life, daily living, just plain old living, ministers to me in a way that nothing else could. So yes... I will keep picking up the big boxes of earplugs for my brother, and I will break my neck to find a way for him to watch Car 54 and Green Acres, and he will mutter under his breath when Kaiser doesn't take the trash out at 3 p.m., which is, in his mind, the apportioned time for trash to be taken to the curb for next day pickup. To be so authentically oneself is a mystery to most people. John doesn't know how to wear a social mask, but one should not have to wear a social mask at home. And John doesn't, but he does wear earplugs in his very, very, very loud, loving house. If you enjoyed A Long Time Going, we would love for you to consider subscribing and also following us on Facebook at A Long Time Going Podcast. Thank you for sharing your time with us today, and we will drop a new episode every Sunday evening, so feel free to check out all of the episodes at alongtimegoing.buzzsprout.com.